Welcome to the Questions for the Sages podcast. I'm Michael Scherer. Today I spoke with Janava Devi Dasi, who is in charge of the deity worship at the Hare Krishna Temple in Potomac, Maryland. We talk about what deity worship is and about her early encounters with the Hare Krishnas in Mauritius. You can hear the Questions for the Sages podcast on questionsforthesages.com, the Questions for the Sages Facebook page, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Thanks to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland, for making this podcast possible. Welcome to Questions for the Sages, a podcast from the Washington, D.C. area. I'm Michael Scherer, and today I'm talking with Janava Devidasi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Nice to see you. I've, I've seen you many Maybe. times over the years. We haven't really talked. No. I don't really know much about you. Um, but I did hear that you are in charge of the deity worship at this temple. Yeah. What 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 is what does that mean exactly? Means you know we have like a we saw Radha Krishna, Gonitai, and Madan Mohan, and Sita Ramachandran Hanuman. Those are all of the deities in the temple. In the temple, and according to the shastra, like you know, we have to there's a, we have to follow some rules and regulation how to serve them. Right. So to do that, like you know, we need certain amount of devotees because. Because okay. they need six offering a day, six times to artis, six times to eat, like yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Could and could you explain that a little more clearly? Six times a day, what has to happen? Like you know, we offer food. You offer food to the deities, to all of them. All of them. Six times a day. day. Yeah. So there's a certain um, number of people that people. have to be involved well, to make that happen. happen. Yeah, and then the six artis. And an RT is that different than offering food? Yes, RT is like you know you different item, you worship like like incense, like gilwicks, a, a ghee lamp, ghee lamps, okay, flowers. So, so that happens six times six a day. Times also, also. Is, does it correspond with the food? Yeah, every time we offer the food, uh-huh. then there's RT after that. Okay, every time. Okay, so that's sort of your minimum, right? Like. And this is your job. You have to maintain this. You have to make sure, like, you know, like deity worship is not like, you know, okay, we can offer, like, you know, it's like time. Property, like, you have to, like, you know, time, like, it's four o'clock is the offering, it's four o'clock, not four or five ah. or before. So it's so, not on Indian time, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like deity worship is like punctual. Punctual. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, so we have to make sure, like, you know, the deities, like, you know, just like a person, like you know, we take care of deities like a person. It's like personal. Yeah. Yeah. So the, they're not just like deities. They like we treat them like a person, and just like if you have a a kid, for example. So if you have a kid, you know that certain time he has to eat, certain time he has to bathe. You know, uh-huh. certain time they take a nap. It's like that. The deities are like that. Do they get bathed every day? Yes. How many times? In the morning. For in the morning, we wake up the deities. You wake them up. Yeah. So they're sleeping. They have a bed and everything. We put them to sleep with mantras. So they okay. Sleep. They have a bed, like 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 us. Do they lay flat? 
Uh, we don't remove the deities, but it, everything is in meditation. Okay. Meditation. So, and then after that, we offer that when they wake up, after that, we offer them food, like all sweet. You see the sweet we're selling today? Yeah. Those sweet we offer in the morning. Okay. It's a special sweet in the morning. Breakfast like, sweets. It's not breakfast. It's only four o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. It's not even breakfast yet. No. Okay. So then after that, uh, after every offering like food, yeah. then we have an arti. Then 4.30 is our first arti. 4.30 in the morning. That's why everybody has to come, wake up and come for Mangal Arti. Okay. You said everybody has to. Well, by living in the temple. I, everyone the, who lives on the temple, temple grounds yes. has to attend Mangal, the, the 4.30 a.m. Mangalati. It's called Mangalati. Mangalati. Yeah. So, after that, then we close the curtain, and then we the bathing comes right after that. Then the bathing. Bathing, they bathe, okay. and then they change the clothes, and then they put... Like what clothes you see right now is opulent and bangles and all their jewelry. Yeah. That's in the morning. But uh, if you come in the evening, yeah. like before they go to sleep, they have light. Just like when we go to sleep, we put light clothes. So that when you come in the evening, they put a different clothes to go to. Like it's light, not much jewelry, maybe only one, no garden. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's like that's a light clothes. Pajamas. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like... It's like, is this happen every day? It doesn't matter. It's like winter, it's summer, it's rain or hurricane, it snowstorm. Nothing. It's like the service goes. It has to happen. happen. Yeah. So that's one of my services. Like, make it, sure it happens. Is it stressful for you? Mm, not, not much. It is like you have to be there like twenty four seven. It's like your mind has to be there. You have to always think like you know what next. Okay, and there's so many. Like people, okay, they work outside, they come to service, and then happen like, okay, the car is broke down, or yeah. something come up, family, you know. Then and, and then you, you fill I, in? I have to. Either I fill in, or I find people. So that's what my main service right. is. Like, make sure the service get done. Right. Yes. Now, uh, this is a sort of a... Um, uh, there's a small, it seems to me, group of people who actually have your expertise. Like, there's so many people who know how to do what you you do, right? Mm. Like, know all the rules, all the regulations, the standards. Uh, it seems you've probably absorbed a lot of um, um, ISKCON's way of doing things. How long have you been in ISKCON? Like... Mm. 87. 87. Yeah, I joined the temple. And at the time, did you realize how deep you were going to go into it? Because in a way, I mean, you're sort of, you're sort of um, maintaining the standards in, in what this temple actually is about. Mm -hmm. It's a, you know, the deity worship is a huge aspect of what goes on in the temple. And so to maintain that, I mean, it's the most public job because everyone comes to look at basically what you've done, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> not to, not, you know, I don't want to uh, create anxiety for you, but uh, it, it, I would imagine it's sort of demanding and it's a, it's a, it's a narrow set of knowledge and skills. Like this temple couldn't go out and find someone to replace you on a 
drop of a hat, I would imagine. I think like, you know, it's not like, you know, as about training, like you know, we were trained like, like where I'm from Mauritius and there once you, when you join, it's like they just put you like, you know, in not on the altar, but you started learning. Like, and this is, is this what happened in 1987? Yes. You start learning, okay, deity worship, you have to be punctual, everything, you have to be clean, you have to be, it's like it started like that. Okay. So, that's so you've been in a sort of a long-term training program, yes. more or less. Yeah. So I knew what's coming up when yeah. I got this Okay, training. okay, okay. Yeah. So you could say it's challenging at the same time, like it's supposed just like a hot chutney. Like, oh, yeah? Yeah, it's like sweet at the same time spicy. So you get both. Mm. So deity worship is like that. And, you know, also you're serving the person, the supreme personality of Godhead, so you don't, can't expect everything will be smooth. There will be some challenges. Well, I've never heard that statement before. You're worshiping the supreme personality of Godhead, and so you can't expect it to go smoothly. Smoothly, yeah. Because there will be so many tests, there will be so many challenges. This is how it... Like, you know, by those tests and challenge and by, like, you know, failure. So uh-huh. This is how you learn and this is where your sex is, you know, you learn from there. Yeah. Yeah. So, this, we're still learning a lot. It's uh-huh. still, like, you know, after so many years, but, you know, but, and also it all depends on the mercy of the Lord. Yeah. He also, it's like both sides. Yeah. So, what happened in 1987? Um, yeah, I like I joined. Well, what does that mean? I mean, mm-hmm. were you riding your bike past a temple one day, or or what happened? No, I happened like someone was knocking at my door, and I was like, uh, "Was this in Mauritius?" It's in Mauritius, yeah. And I was like, "Oh no, this is like the time for my movie." It was like four o'clock in the afternoon, and this is like only time that Hindi movie come on oh. TV. And I was like, "No, this is my time." movie and someone knocking at the door and then I open and I saw the Hare Krishna I was thinking oh no like you know I don't want to spend time with them because you got a movie to watch yeah but then the person that was telling it oh you know I didn't want the person to come in I was just like okay okay I'll give you a donation things like that so just to get rid of the person and then he gave me his book and what book was it the science of Uh self-realization he gave me that book and then okay I say Hare Bowl he's gone but there was like five minutes left before the movie start, and I opened the book. The first page was enough to just for me to leave that. I didn't even watch the movie. I just went and read the book the whole night. Really? This is like, yeah, how? And then I was looking for West Centers, and then I saw in Mauritius we have centers. And I was thinking, how can I go there? Because I was just maybe 13 years old. Thirteen. Yes, and I was thinking my parents will never let me go. Well, what was your parents' situation? Were they Hindu or were yeah, yeah, Hindu? Okay. Yeah, but they were Hindu, but it's like more can't go with Hare Krishna. It's like yeah, yeah. And that time there was a movie come on the TV, Hindi. I don't know if you knew about that time in six. I don't know. It's like about the they they give a really bad image of Hare Krishna. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so my parents knew about that. So I also I watched that movie. I knew. But I, for me, like, you know, that when I read that book, it was like, okay, that's it. Okay, so, so you read the book and you were very attracted 
But you had a secret from your parents. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the people I didn't know. Then I was thinking, how I'm going to get there, how I'll get there, how I'll get there. And then for no reason, one my, my neighbor was on vacation. She came to visit my neighbor and then she was Hare Krishna. And then my neighbor asked me, can you come and talk to that person? Because there's no girls around. So maybe you can be friend with her. Really? Yeah. So then... Was that was random, wasn't it? Yeah. Or seemed random. Yeah. So they're like, here's a Hare Krishna girl, why don't you be friends? Yeah, just be friends with her because she doesn't have anybody around, like, you know, to talk. Wow. So I just Who went, was that? Well, just in... You don't remember her name? No. Okay. Uh, her name was Rani. Okay. Yeah. So then, this is how for a whole month I was with her. In the end, I just like... I became like Hare Krishna. Everywhere I was writing Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And my parents thought maybe I love some boy Hare Krishna oh, or something. Sure. That's what they thought. Yeah. And then she took me after like in you know, a few weeks, she took me to the Hare Krishna first. Your friend first. Or, or your parents? No, my friend. Your friend. I mean, my neighbor's friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. She took me to the Hare Krishna. And, and? That's it. Once she took me there. You were hooked? Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Wow. After that, like in you know, a keep going every week till you know did, well, how did that work out with your parents they didn't like it but i was bringing prashadam home and somehow they liked the halwa <laughs> right yeah. right it's like oh did you bring halwa today they don't like me to go but the halwa was like, uh -huh. that happened like that interesting yes and uh, what about now they're all devotees the whole family really yeah so i became the first devotee and then they like, you know, become vegetarian and everything. My parents, my father was not happy with me because he was saying like, how, he said like, Shiva is God. And I was like, Krishna is God. And he was saying like, I see sun before you. How can you tell me like, who is God? You know, but in the end, they all became vegetarian and offer the food like that. They chant. Really? Yeah. So my parents and then my uncle and my other uncle, the whole family. Well, were they sort of missing something that, that that they discovered with ISKCON or like what what why did they all convert I don't know they just like like you know when I moved in the temple and then they saw like you know everything what I was offering you know they see like and I have a good life I was doing something good yeah so then I I think you made a good impression on yeah, them so, right yeah then when I came home then they know I'm not going to eat if they they don't offer all the garlic and thing. So then this is how maybe they stop using garlic and onion and they offer the food and then when I come home then I could eat. So maybe they want me to come home to eat so mm. we started. So it's like that. Then you can say like you know many of my like you know families. And then did they start reading the books too? They did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So what when you came here. You came here from Mauritius? Yeah, I got married. This is how I came here. Okay. My husband is from here. Okay. So you came here and started um, helping with the deity worship immediately? Yeah, because like, you know, once you you join the temple or you from outside you're interested in Krishna consciousness and then you started chanting 16 rounds and follow the four little principles. Yeah. So this this is like a step further, further if you want to take initiation. Yeah. So then I took first initiation and then I took second initiation. So this make me eligible to go on the altar to do service or to cook for the deities. 
So when I came here and they they had like you no know, they needed people to do like you know this DT service. So when I came I, I came started doing the DT service. But I was not in charge of the DT. Right, right. But slowly, slowly happened and somehow I got hooked. So And you but and you you kept at it and you were probably pretty dependable, right? Like um you weren't the one whose car always broke down. Right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just uh I feel like, you know, for me it's like uh I have like they they're like my children feel like they're like because I give so much time. Just like if you have your own and children. Attention. Yeah, yeah, and attention and everything what they need. So it's not like, you know, I'm just doing it because I have to do it. No, it's like, I'm there. My heart is there. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Um, when you, you've spent a lot of time with these deities taking care of them. Uh, have you been able to um, notice anything about them or relate to them in a way that uh, someone walking off the street might not know or appreciate? Yeah. Like, have you noticed differences in personalities? Or, or, like, could you sort of explain your relationship with them? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, definitely. Like, you know, if just like if you, you serve someone, like, you know, just say, your boss. Or they keep, you know, serving, keep working for your boss. After some time, you will, you will like, you know, you will know a little more yeah. about your boss a little more personal yeah so it's like that so the but what is the i'm i'm actually looking after the what is it that's personal like what have you discovered oh. <laughs> yeah something i don't know if uh, it's uh, proper like you know to to i mean it's like uh, each person they feel the reciprocation uh-huh yeah they do so now if you tell me like you know oh like you know just like people that ask the Prabhupada show me like you know where's a miracle or some you know right yeah something like that is like this Prabhupada said like you know do, like you know like karmis they want to see the miracle but something uh, a, what's like, a karmi hmm? you said a karmi wants to see a miracle what's, yeah, a, yeah. what's a karmi yeah you know there's people like you know they're not like you know they're not like devotees of Krishna sometimes they want to see something they want you to wow them. Yeah, right? something like they that. They want to see something Prabhupada, miraculous. Yeah, so just like Prabhupada said, like you know, this is a miracle. The devotees are chanting; they're happy. They're not the they following the principle. Then you know something like that. So if uh, someone wants to see something like like a miracle, it's not like that. It's like more like when I'm talking like these things like personal. You get the personal reciprocation with the deities, mm-hmm. like. You, that could happen to anyone who does do deity. do you uh sort of relate better to any particular ones than other ones no they're same they're they're the same, same for me yes because uh just like if you have five children yeah okay you still have a favorite a child you have a favorite but, but at the same time <laughs> yeah. it's not like oh i'll give this one because this one i like the most that one i want it's not like that well no no, but yeah, I'm not asking you to sort of disparage any any of them, but I'm asking if you have maybe a special relationship with anyone. 
I have a relationship with all of them. Then I feel like like a mother, mm-hmm. and mother doesn't matter the first time or the last one or the boy or the girl. You have this special for each one. Yeah, it's like that. So this is how I feel. You know, I was thinking about this. I don't know how many, how often this comes up in sort of ISKCON conversations, but um, is if I'm if I understand correctly, there 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 are countries today where to perform this kind of worship is extremely dangerous. It can it can um, lead to severe repercussions. So this isn't accepted everywhere. Have you have you had to deal with that at all? No. Nothing. No. No. Because you know, I don't think there's, as far as I know, mm-hmm. this may be, uh, this may, my ignorance may suddenly be apparent to all here, but um, I don't think there's an ISKCON temple in any Muslim country. For example, like uh, Pakistan. Pakistan. I know, like my guru Maharaj went there. I believe there must be. Really? There must be some kind. I thought they're not like an you know, open, like temple. They must have like preaching centers. Mm. Must be something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's very hard to um, you know, read the Quran and and sort of the Muslim perspective and if you are inclined toward Islam to come away with that thinking this is okay. It's just they're they're set up differently, they have a whole different idea of how to worship and even the identity of God. Because here God uh we had a at the Sunday open house talk. Garuda Das was talking about how we worship a relationship. We worship what is between Radha mm. and Krishna. Mm. But in Islam, God is there's only one, one God. God. He's indivisible and unique. So there's and there is no uh, partner. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And these are these are fun, this is fundamental. fundamental. So um, uh, I mean, I'm left. I'm I'm not competent to sort of uh, weigh in on this issue. Uh, I just don't know enough, mm-hmm. and I probably shouldn't say anything because <laughs> it could get me in trouble. Okay, yeah. But um, it seems to me that you're in a position of charging head first in the opposite direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Here, I don't think I have got any experience with anything like that yeah but I don't know if other countries but I've been traveling also around yeah. and I didn't see much about like any controversy, controversy. Yeah. yeah maybe maybe Muslim country I don't know but the, so yeah, yeah. Experience. and I think that Orthodox Jews also have an issue mm-hmm. um, and because uh, I think that in mosques and in Orthodox synagogues there's no there's no art, or, mm. or it's not that there's no art. There's no representational yeah. art. Yeah, you know, and and ISKCON is like way on the oh, other end of the, of the of the spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so it, it sort of um, it makes me wonder when when oftentimes people say you know oh we well we're all worshiping the same God and you know as long as it's a legitimate religion then you're okay and it's like well how can legitimate religions be so uh, different and are we worshiping the same god i i have no idea i really don't know 
Yeah. Okay, now this one I have to think. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I didn't mean to like um, put you on the spot or anything. I just thought I I wanted to mention that because you know deity worship has an unusual place in America. Mm. Not and not everyone is uh, thinks it's okay. Yeah. You know. But here it's sort of uh, it's fully embraced. Fully embraced. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I didn't encounter any, like, you know, person come here, like, you know, what we're doing or something. Yeah. No, I didn't get any of those. So. It looked like people who comes here for, like, you know, they come here because they heard about the Hare Krishna. They were interested, that's why they came. Yeah. No, so. Fuck it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> So, have you had any any difficulties you've had to overcome since uh, coming into ISKCON? No. It's been pretty easy. Easy, yeah. It's like just like well, the Krishna's mercy. Everything just happened. Just like you know, got to the like, got to know Hare Krishna, and then just like this lifestyle style, and just continue till now. So it was like. I feel like very fortunate, just like that. And it was so, pretty. It sounds easy. like it was easy for you. Yeah. Like that, you once you recognize that match, once you read that book, mm -hmm. Science of Self Realization, you were like, "Oh, this is my." This is me. This, this is like yeah. Me. Yeah. Because I remember one time, again, I was like same age, maybe eleven, twelve, something like that. I saw the Hare Krishna first time in a Janmashtami, not in, in some temple, uh -huh. not. Not Iskand temple, some temple. Yeah. And they were dancing, and while looking at them, I was thinking, oh, these people, they're just like from the, like from another world. They're not from this world. And I just felt immediately, I would, I would like to be like them. Mm. But I didn't know that going to come true. Was it a kirtan? Yeah. 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 This is. You know, last week Shanaka Rishidas spoke, and uh, it was very interesting when he was talking about there's different. Um, different um sort of methods of religion and he's like you know the the whole puja arati thing he's like i can take it or leave it uh, but the kirtan is what that's my the method that appeals to me mm -hmm. and um i hadn't it hadn't occurred to me that iskhan has those two things as separate things mm -hmm. that, that that they can but so be, be so easily separated so a kirtan is sort of a um, it's a call and response right. devotional song, but deity worship is a different thing. Completely. I think it's like a, um, like, you know, just if, I'm going to say if this uh, example will be appropriate. I'm just thinking because I can't think right now. I'm mm. thinking like, just like if you want to go to New York, you can take a bus, you can take a taxi, you can walk, you can take a plane. Yeah. Some same way, like you know, for deity, like you know, not deity for devotional service. It's not only like you do deity worship. There's kirtan. There's different yeah. branches that could lead you to where you. you know. I, yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit reminded of uh, Gardner's multiple intelligences, which is used to to help educate children. Mm -hmm. And and the notion is that different children have different ability, different. Well, they absorb information differently. Different so things. some absorb through their ears. Yes. They need to hear it. Some yeah. need to see it. Some need Visual. to some need to feel it. Yeah, they need yeah. to. They, they they have a tactile mm. thing. So different people, different children learn in different ways. And once you realize that, then you can tailor a lesson to 
a child's aptitude. Mm-hmm. And I guess in the same, same way, way. Yeah. Um, there are many different uh, ways to do devotional service yes. according to your according, aptitude, yes. your, your inclination and aptitude. Mm. Yes, it's true. Yeah, some people, they just sit in the kirtan and they just absorb. They're just like, okay, yeah. that's it. Transported. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's not like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I like You appreciate kirtan. it. Yeah. But when, uh, like, you know, some people, they just do, like, book distribution. For them, it's like, that's it. Mm. Book distribution, like, they sell a book or they sell a set. It's like, for them, they, they attain, you know, they got... It does that's the deep the it's deeply satisfying to them, right? yeah 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 so some people that you deity worship like you know for them it's like okay that's it and some people if you put them to do deity worship it's like you can't take it they don't yeah, yeah. so it's like each one we like you know we engage every person individually in what they like you know they feel more comfortable yeah. so if for example someone doesn't want to go on sanketan if you force them so, like, you know, they're not going to, it will be a little yeah. difficult for them to develop the, like, you know, the love for God. So, that's why yeah. we have to see accordingly, you know, what. But when, when, when you saw those um, devotees dancing, and this was pre-ISKCON for you, right? Yeah. Um, you had that sense of something transcendent happening, right? Yeah. But had you, had you ever, like... Have there been other instances in your life where you just felt like you're seeing something transcendent? Besides, like besides, besides that moment. Again, I saw. I I remember I was at school and I was coming back by bus and as I saw one couple, again Hare Krishna on the bus and it was like my whole time was my my eyes was on them. I was like, what they, they were on the bus with you? Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like. They look like not from this world. And I keep thinking, they are not from this world. They look so different. They look so happy. The face looked like so fulgent. I was thinking, no, like, like you know, they look so different. This is like, that was in me. I, I, like, I was thinking, I would like to be like them. But I didn't know the way how to be like that. But that was in the back of my mind, I was thinking. You know. And when you saw them on the bus, was this after you had... Uh met your friend who who was a Hare Krishna or was this before that I think it was before that but even so so even so you'd heard you you saw a movie and and had a negative impression there was something appealing there Mm. regardless of the regardless of the bad uh, publicity right yeah but the the Hare Krishna like you know the song was very attractive even though Mm. the movie was completely against the Hare Krishna but the song the Hare Krishna Mata was really so attractive, and I was like, so attractive. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So is that your favorite part of of um, devotional service, is, is the deity worship? Um, right now, yes. But I remember, like, you know, when I joined, after some time, I got my second initiated initiation. I was book distribution. I'm doing book distribution for, like, over 15 years. Really? I never did deity worship. That, like for me, it was like no way. I'm not going to do deity worship because that was for me the book distribution. Really? Well, you you didn't mention that. You were a book distributor yes. for 15, 15 years. years. Yes. And how would like is this like going out with a stack of books under your arm into the streets? Yeah, we're doing books uh, on the street. 
Because, you know, you say book distribution, and I think everyone in the Hare Krishna movement has a pretty good idea what you're talking about. But if you're not in the Hare Krishna movement, it's like, what do you mean book distribution? What does that mean? What do you do? We just go on a strip and we, like, you know, we talk to people and try to convince them to buy a book. Was it a, was it a, a, like a, like a sale where you like say this book will cost you ten dollars or would, would you have various approaches yeah we, we have different ways to do things like you know different like you know and uh, but we ask for donation when we do more donation you get more money than than putting a price that oh probably, i see yeah okay. it's like ten dollars you'll get only ten dollars but if you did donation it's like you get 20 uh-huh. or more so yeah i've been doing that for a long time and I thought maybe I would never do deity worship or any. Okay, you thought that was your calling. Yeah. It was book distribution. Division. Yeah, and then when I came here, then it changed to something else. So it's okay. Yeah. And when you were distributing books, were you in Mauritius or the United States? I was in Mauritius. And how do people respond there? Well, I, I, I think like you know, just like Prabhupada said, Mauritius would be the first Krishna conscious island, and book distribution was just like that. You can it's much easier to do. Distribute books here. Yeah. And did you have any competing evangelists? Were there were there Protestant? We have many, many. That time, like you know, in the eighties, we have like so many devotees going out, and we, like you know, we try to compete among among ourselves. Uh-huh. It was like it was very nice because, uh, like you know, at the end of the end of the year, like in the December marathon, if you come first, second, third, then like you know, you get a ticket to go to India. Really? Yeah, because we were making really good money and like, you know, or things like that. And I remember like, you know, we were like maybe, I don't know, a lot of people competing. And I at least twice or three times I got that opportunity to go to India. Wow. That's nice. So is Mauritius going to be the first Krishna conscious island, do you think? I believe, because right (laughs) now when I go there, like, you know, if it takes a plane, the captain is a devotee. Really? Yeah, you'll you'll see. Oh, the the air hostess they are devotees. Or you will see there's sometimes the air hostess wearing tilak. Mm. Yeah. Tilak is. Tilak is we put uh, like you know uh, on different parts of our body. It's like a the the clay. Clay is that yeah. you you make the stripes up your forehead. With. Yeah. So and like you know you get the, to the immigration everybody will greet you Hare Krishna when they see the next. Really. This is how Mauritius is. And if you go, like, you know, everywhere, people will see you, they see the your know, neck beat, they'll say, Hare Krishna. Even if you're speeding, sometimes the police stop you and just come and talk to you, they say, oh, Hare Krishna, okay, you can go. It's like everywhere. Just like Are you here, sure? I'm 100%. Even like you, you want to, just like here you have Starbucks yeah. coffee, there is like Hare Krishna restaurant is everywhere. Oh, Every really? 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you can get a Hare Krishna. Are there a lot of people from India in Mauritius? No. 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 I mean, the like great, great grandparents, like, you know, they came from India. Yeah. But no, not that many people from India. Huh. And you see, when you see the festivals, like Janmashtami, how many of the youth, they organize everything. Then you can see, yes, Prabhupada prediction. Mm. Yes. So that's a good thing. Everywhere, everybody knows Hare Krishna. There's no question. Really? Yeah. And how popular? There's a a kirtan singer named Madhava. Madhava, he's from Mauritius. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, he's actually um, 
quite a, he's a very charismatic and um, very good kirtan singer. And um, uh, do you know him? Yes, I know him. Did, did he grow same up near you? Yeah. He was like, he was going to school when I was in the same temple. He was going to school and I, I joined that temple. Oh, okay. I know him. We were like uh -huh. friends. And then after some time, he he went to Vrindavan. And stayed there stayed for a while, there, right? Stayed there, couldn't forget And then from there, he went to Sweden. Sweden, I think Sweden. Oh, yeah? Somewhere, yeah. Well, do you miss Mauritius? Um, sometimes, but uh, this, like, you know, here for spiritual life for me, here is much better. Oh, yeah? Yes. Because when I go to Mauritius, it's like more like you have to socialize, we have family thing. Yeah. This wedding, that wedding, this, and you know. So for me, like, the spiritual life is here as much. It's, be, it's better not to get so caught up in all that? Caught up, yeah. Because, really? Yeah, because, like, you know, you have to satisfy everybody. Like, you know, when I go there, like, for a vacation, yeah. okay, can you come for Shadam? Oh, my daughter's getting engaged, come. Then I see I spend so much time in socializing than on my own spiritual life. But here, it's like, for me, it's like perfect. Place. Oh yeah. Yes, because I'm here. I'm twenty four seven. Like you know, absorb what I'm doing. I know yeah. what I'm doing, and I love what I'm doing. So that make a difference. If you love something, what you do, you'll give yourself. You'll give all your energy. Mm -hmm. It's like your force. Like you know, just your force to go to your job which you don't like. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. it's a different. So yeah. Here we do it with the supreme personality of Godhead, and we, we you know we give ourselves. It seems to me there's some some people who are, well, they're more fortunate than me, um, because they there is that sense of you know I'm sure that every life has its difficulties, but there are some people who are just like, yeah, I found Krishna consciousness and I never looked back, and I was like, really? Like, I, I can't even. I, it's not. I'm not there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, it'd be nice if I was, but I'm sort of more in a sort of little standoffish, not ready to fully commit, like, eh, maybe. And I think if the pattern holds, uh, I'll be this, till, this way till I'm 90. You know what I mean? It's not going to change. Mm -hmm. I, I'm always going to be like, uh, I'm not sure. But then there's people like you, uh, other people I've interviewed who are just like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just doing it and it's great. <laughs> it's like, well, how does that happen? It's a different explanation. One explanation, maybe it's like, I would say, like, you know, your spiritual life, you know, started maybe from your past life, something, maybe, maybe. where you left off. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons, you know. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Some people just like immediately, some people take time. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's... yeah, but I, you know, I can appreciate your, um, sort of the directness of your involvement in the Hare Krishnas. It seems pretty like I decided and I did it and now I'm doing it. And, and it's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's sort of frustrating actually from the outside. I'm like, oh, well, you know, this isn't, this doesn't happen that often. It's not that common to be mm. so sort of at ease and, and really feel like you're doing the right thing mm -hmm. and, and uh, you can fully commit to it. You can commit all of your energy and your time to it. It's a pretty, um, it's a wonderful thing to see mm -hmm. because there's not, um, there's not always that sort of like the doubt mm. that sort of lingers. You know what I mean? I don't know. 
I mean, other explanation. I'm just saying, like, you know, for us was like natural because maybe we were born in that, like, you know, like, you know, like a Hindu. We already, like, for you, maybe, I don't know. Just like maybe first time you, like, you know, you got introduced to Krishna or you know about Krishna. Maybe you never heard of Krishna before. Maybe. I right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when, uh, for uh, us, it's like, this is You were born. raised with yeah, it. Like yeah, like that. Yeah. So maybe that's. I but I know I've seen this with other people. Someone who comes to mind is Padma Devi Dasi, mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh yeah, I just uh, I just became a Christian, and that's what I do. And, you know, it's just like wow. Like <laughs> some people are just very nice fits. Yeah. You know, so could be one explanation is like the past past life. Maybe you, maybe, maybe you left off or something. Maybe I, don't I know. mean, <laughs> it's it's something that you know you can you can't really explore. Explain, yeah. You know, it's maybe, uh, probably. <laughs> so, do you, do you think that you're, um, you'll have another dramatic shift in your responsibilities because you were a book distributor. Now you're the head of the deity worship in Potomac, Maryland, mm-hmm. the temple. Uh, is there you're going to be writing books after this or what? You know, whatever Krishna wants me to do, it's like it's not like me. I decide. It's just going to happen if want to put me somewhere else because all this like you know service are absolutely the same either you clean the temple you do deity worship or you go in business division or you clean the you know temple whatever everything is like devotional as long as service like you know yeah. to Krishna. Yeah. so it doesn't matter if, if from here i'm shift to something else it won't make any difference because it's like all service is to the same, same person same yeah. Yeah. And since since reading um, the science of self realization, have you read most of the other books? Yeah, I did. I did actually. I, I read all Prabhupada books. I believe. Yeah. You've read the entire Srimad Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. And the Srimad Bhagavatam is like a much longer work that sort of thematically follows the Bhagavad Gita, mm-hmm. although the events precede it. Well, I guess for the most part, but. Then there's the Chaitanya Charitamrita. You read that? I did that, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And did you have a favorite book? Hmm. I think Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, somehow I'm very attracted to Bhagavatam. Okay. Because uh, every day here at the temple we do, in the class, we have Bhagavatam class. Yeah. And that's very, like, you know, I, I like to hear every day. You like that? Yes. It's like a, it's like an ocean. The more you go deeper, there's more to know more and more. And more. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite story from the Bhagavatam? Okay, I forgot his name too. Tell me the story. Okay, this is like uh, the the Kali Yuga is going to come in, and this uh, king is it Parikshit? It's not Parikshit. Yes, Parikshit. When he goes, uh, when like you know he he met the the cow, which represents like you know, like now Kali Yuga is coming. The, yeah, Kali Yuga is coming, and so he meets yes. a cow that represents the earth, earth yeah. right? Yeah, so it's that very much like, you know, for me. You like, like, that. like that. Yeah, when Kali Yuga is coming, like, you can see how people, like, you know, you know, all these four pillars of religious, and how in Kali Yuga, you explain, like, you know, no, we don't have those pillars. Yeah, and I think... Was that that? I think that was the bull. The bull. The bull. Because the bull stands on four legs. Yeah. Just like religion stands on four legs. Four legs it's yeah. like 
mercy, truthfulness, cleanliness, and I forget the fourth one. Um, yeah, that's what. Really yeah, like for me, that was really interesting. interesting. Yeah. And what do you think? This is a very broad question, but what do you think of the world that we live in? You, you're, you're living in a very sort of clean niche. Mm, uh huh. But it's not normal. But if you look at sort of people living normal lives, mm. you think it's pretty rough out there? It is. Yeah, it's like, like that's Prabhupada said, every step, every step there's dangers. Like, so I think when you like, you know, a person who's not like, you know, let's say like a devotee never read Bhagavatam or you, they, maybe they can't see that. They think, okay, they have to go to work and like, you know, bring the money, take care of the house, take care of the children, the things, that's, that's it, the world. And they're going through, like, you know, every step, like, you know, there's one problem after another. The things, this is, they think this is like life. But the, as a devotee from outside, you can see, like, you know, when we go through, we also go through some difficulties, not like we don't go. Devotees also, right. but, but we but, know. But you're separating devotees from normal people, people. here. But Making a distinct... Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a difference. Because when you go through some difficulty, you know how to cope. And you know what, why this is happening to you. But for the other people, which is not, not, they're not devotees, they don't even know what is happening with them. Like, they go through so much difficulty, or they're going through some problem, some whatever. And they just can't get a solution how to come out of it. That's, that's why you see people, like, you know, they're so depressed depressed or they have to take so many so many medication or some people like you no know, they just don't find any solution they commit suicide so it sounds to me like you're saying that being a Hare Krishna is really good for your mental health yeah definitely because you know like you know when like you know like you know chanting this is like controls your mind chanting yeah so that's you you have tools when like what I mean is that you have tools like you know Anything come your way, you know how to deal with it. Mm. You know, isn't it ironic that um, society at large will question your mental health if you think of joining the Hare Krishna? Yeah, definitely. It's really crazy. People. Yeah. yeah. But you think it's really good for you? Yes, it is. Because after so many years, being, I don't know how many years now, being this woman, like, you know, and I don't feel any regrets. If uh -huh. tomorrow they said, oh, actually the Hare Krishna was not, was like, you know, actually is, they dis discovered is like, whatever is something wrong, wrong uh -huh. this moment. But still I know I did my life, how I brought my life. And I know I'm happy what mm. I did. I did like, you know, I have a clean life. Yeah. Yes. So. So I don't regret anything. Yeah, well, that's good. And and I think, but see, and that's part of that thing I was referring to earlier, where for some people it's just such a nice fit, mm. you know? Yeah. Why do you think some people come and then leave? Yeah, that's a, like, you know, just like if you're a class of, in a class of, uh, you know, high school, whatever. So we have different, we all have different levels. Yeah. yeah. And Krishna consciousness, Spiritual life is not that easy, you think. 
Like, you know, okay, you have to wake up four o'clock in the morning. That's an austerity. Yes. Like, you know, living in the temple, it is an austerity. And then uh, so many people, when they come here, say, you guys don't do anything. Like, you know, sometimes they say, we don't do anything. Because That's, they're asleep when you're yeah, doing something. Yeah, when we're doing this, they're <laughs> sleeping. So ours, like, they start, like, four o'clock. We wake up, like, three, whatever. And then we chant, and then we come to Mangalati, take a... These days, like, you get hot water, but I remember in the old days, we didn't even have hot water. All this cold water. doesn't matter it's winter or summer, I just go, and we go to Mangalati. And... Uh, finish you have to chant your 16 rounds it's, it's sound like okay oh you have just have to chant but just to chant your 16 rounds it's like you have to struggle with your mind to be able to you know to get your chanting okay that's one thing because uh, it's I mean it's easy for people who want to for them to you know spiritual life is easy for people who wants to be make it easy and who wants to make it difficult it will come difficult for them mm. yeah so then chanting around then you finish then you have your service to do like you know and then you have to follow the four principles well when you say the service so is that a point where everybody sort of splits up and does their thing like one person goes to the kitchen another person goes to the deities another mm. person goes to the grounds um, yeah yeah the different service to be because to serve krishna it's not only you just go into all day you do arti so you have to someone has to buy the vegetable how are you going to cook mm-hmm. some people have to take care of the garden some people have to take care of the flowers. Who's making garland? Krishna get nice flowers. So it's like there's so many things to serve Krishna's. It's like we yeah. need that many people. And sometimes it happens like we don't have that many people for some reason. Just say people, uh, sometimes we do have. Like, just like you said, not everybody lives in the temple could be able to live in the temple because it is not that easy. It yeah. is not easy. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. Yeah, it's not easy. That, it, that, it's, that it's hard. I've never heard anyone say, in fact, no one has ever said that it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like, otherwise, why everybody don't come and stay in the temple? Will be much easier. You don't have to, <laughs> right. just say, for example, yeah. you don't have to go to your job, which you hate, yeah. and then you just come stay here. Then maybe you should try yourself, maybe. You do, then you'll see, hey, after one month, oh, no, but, but I'll go to my house because there at least I have my own freedom. Like, here is like... It's like it's not like that free. You do right. whatever your authority asks you to do here. It's yeah. like that. So, I mean, in your house, if you want to sleep till nine o'clock, nobody will say anything to you. Right. But here's it's like you leave the temple. You have to wake up. You have to take a shower. You have to do this. You have to do that. So it's not like that's why not everybody can. They come and try to to be like us, and then after some time they leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it seems to me that the, um, I don't know, the temple community, the, the things are changing. But like, over the past couple of years, I would say, uh, and I think in 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 good ways. Mm. You know, I do get a, a sense of things opening up, of um, more of an effort to be of service to outsiders. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Instead of you know referring to them as um, basically never never in these words, but basically useless karmis, right? Like mm-hmm. people who have no point, yeah. no direction, no hope. Um, but I my impression is that as the years have gone by, Iskon has realized that these people, people are is, important. Yes, it is. we need these people, and uh, so there's been less of a 
inclination to disparage n- normal quote people mm. and um, and to value them, you know. Which is true. That's why we have the bhakti lounge. The bhakti lounge. Yeah. This is like you know help all the new people, like you know, because sometimes when they come, they just like they like lost. They don't know. They can't fit in. So that's why. Right. So yeah, it's true. Like you know, there's a change. Like as this con is growing, we're also learning so many by mistake. Right. We're learning. So this is something that you know we have to take care of those kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because people come here for a reason. Because they're going through some kind of maybe problem, and they're yeah. looking for a place where like you know they can feel the fit in, and they can reveal maybe their mind or need help. Yeah. That's why this like like bhakti lunch is one place like you know for them like newcomers and that's a recent development it's a recent yeah right yeah. but yeah. before that they were coming maybe they, they come and just take prashad of course they get the benefit of taking the prashad yeah. but uh, at the same time like you know when you have more one one like you know talk to the, the people like that talk to them so maybe a bit more like you know have them more yeah, yeah. I've heard that notion before, uh, and, and I'm I'm suspicious of it. And that is the notion of, well, you should take prasadam because you'll get the benefit. And and I've heard this in more than one context. You know, like, oh, you should go to Vrindavan because you'll get the benefit. You know, do this austerity, you'll get the benefit. And um, I don't know why that bothers me, mm-hmm. but it does a little. Mm. It's sort of like, you know, I'm not here to sort of grab yeah, benefits. benefits. You know, like that's I'm not, that's not what I'm doing here. I'm not mm. I'm not sort of um, trying to um, get my uh, my spiritual prize when I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's more like, you know, I actually want to be of use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I'm not so concerned about I don't know what the whatever the benefits may mm. be. You know, known mm. and unknown, material, mm-hmm. spiritual. Uh, I, I, it just doesn't concern me, and I, and I, for some reason, I don't like to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I getting out of this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, maybe you just come and, like, you know, you come here and just be here. Like, you know, it, it all depends on you how you feel about it. Like, you know, yeah. it's not like, you no, know, okay, like, what other people are saying. It's you, like, you know. How yeah. you feel about it. So that's the most important thing. How you feel about it. Like, you know. So it's like I can't force someone, okay, you know, um, you could be in the temple or you could be somewhere else on a bus or outside. You could be more God conscious than being in the temple. So it's not the place or the benefits. It's like more your consciousness about how you mm-hmm. feel. How you, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and more and more, I've, I'm, you know, it's funny, I always knew I liked kirtans, but uh, especially after Shamaka Rishi's comment last week, where he said that this is the sort of, and I could, I wish I could remember the exact phrase, but the um, sort of the religious method that he likes is the kirtan okay. method, mm-hmm. and it, it really is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's really worth it to come here once a week just to hear the kirtan. Okay, then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's really something special. I think... You know, and uh, me being an audio guy, I think it's Maybe, sort of yeah. my, yeah, where yeah. I lean, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. True. And I like mm-hmm. the lectures, too, a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, and do you do you make the clothes for the deities? No, I don't make the clothes. We actually we order the clothes from Vrindavan. Oh, okay. So there's all um, the clothes are made from there. Like tailors in Vrindavan. Vrindavan, yeah. These are ones they like. You know, they're professional. They do only deity clothes. Yeah. We can make here, but it won't be same. Yeah. But we do sometimes. We do make clothes here. Uh-huh. It is more simple. Right. But there they have all the materials and. They're professional, so yeah. from there. And do you cook? Yeah, I do. So do you you cook the um the food that you offer? Yeah, not all, but I do cook. Uh huh. Actually, when I came here, I was only cooking, and then after some time, after like ten years, then I'm doing more into like right now into the deity, um, the deity worship. worship yeah. yeah. So yes, so I I like everything. I like cooking. I was I was thinking. That time maybe cooking is my just like at some point book this this book distribution was my main uh-huh. thing. I was thinking this is me, and then after some time thinking oh cooking that's like me, and then it changes so. Right, right. But so you I'm could saying. go back to cooking as a main thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're working on the kitchen, right? Yes. That will make a big difference. Yeah. How long have they been working on it? Ah, oh, it's a month now. A month. Uh-huh. Yeah. So still we have another week to go. Because um, we're waiting for Radhashtami. After Radhashtami, then they do the floor. And Radhashtami is? Tuesday. And what is it celebrating? <laughs> <laughs> it's the appearance of Radharani. Radharani. Uh, Krishna's consort. Consort, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so is that going to make a difference for you, having the new kitchen? Yes. Like, you know, consciousness, like, you know, your consciousness, like, it's a place, it's filthy, you know, you absorb that and then you same you you like you know when you cook it's like mm-hmm. same you absorb it that. goes into the food so it, in somehow yeah in some way yeah. so like you know if you have a better place like you know just like your room if you don't clean your room you just come every day like you know you feel like sluggish you feel like oh no energy you feel like oh i don't want to do anything just feel like sleeping but if you one day you just decide hey let me clean this room and put everything where it belongs and just get rid of all of the extra stuff and then when you come in your room, it's like, wow, so light. Mm. It's like that. Yeah. So same way like for the kitchen, like, like now the, the floor doesn't look good at all. So when you have a new floor, so that make a difference. Yeah. And now the kitchen is much better. So, and we can cook for many, many people now. because we Oh, have, it's going to increase the capacity? And they're going to buy the, we already bought the boiler and different, like, parts like special part like you can get the water directly in the pot you can wash the pot right there they're huge so oh, that I will see. help for cooking in big quantities like Janmashtami yeah. festivals yeah okay so that will help us because otherwise you know the devotees lifting heavy parts so yes. that's another problem you know back problem yeah so that will well i've been on a few um kitchen uh, dish cleaning details and so um yeah i'm familiar with washing those big pots yeah they're heavy yeah yeah very heavy and you fill them with water and there's just you can't you can't even it's move them heavy, yeah and just imagine we have to cook every time like you know, every sunday and not only that during the week if there's something a festival or some guru is coming we're cooking all the time that's why property we are really like you know kitchen religion, kitchen religion yeah. cooking 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 all the time so we have to do that like you know to facilitate and, and there's also big festivals all the time all the time yeah and i find them 
like being involved in in the big festivals working mm-hmm. is exhausting but, now yeah. now the, there is sort of a there is sort of a reciprocation you feel you feel good because you've you've done something that's of actual value mm. but it's exhausting Exhausted. yeah and so i don't know how people first of all they're getting up at three in the morning and then second of all they're like going for for two and three days to make sure these festivals come off well and then when the festival's over put everything away then they're going yeah then clean it up and then make sure everyone's got a ride home Um, and it's unbelievable yeah you know it is is. like before like jen marshall maybe everybody like so happy i mean we are happy but how much energy we have to put yes and after that like you know it's like we do. We do like you know, put so much time and energy. We do. Yeah. Now and and that's um And at the same time the the like you know the deity worship has to continue. It's not like oh we tired Jan Marsley <laughs> midnight we went to sleep like two o'clock in the morning or three the next day. Okay, maybe we could take more like an extra rest. No. Like yeah. I remember like I went to sleep like three o'clock and I had to wake up four o'clock oh, to wake up the deities. And it was my turn, and I was like, okay, I had to make sure. I had to put like three, four alarm clocks because deity worship. Well, how does everyone stay healthy? Like uh, when, um, I mean, you seem perfectly healthy. You don't seem like you, you, you've had one festival too many. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, which, which I would be after three or four. I'd be like, uh, you know, like, I can't handle this anymore. Like, how do you, how do you have like, um, periods of rest where where you can recuperate from these sorts of things yeah after festivals like you know like you know acting our time president like you know it's more lenient after the festival hint because she knows how much we like you know service we do yeah so so we work in such like in a, such a way like you know we can get a little more rest or we can get one person to do the service other people rest and then other people the service other group it's like that we yeah we so that we all get like, you know, or go out of here, like, go somewhere else, don't be here, don't mm. stay here. So, like that. Uh-huh. So, we do get, like, you know, do get um, after festivals. We do get yeah. some time off. Yeah, it, yeah. but it's just, it seems very physically demanding. Yeah. And, um, but I know that, you know, for the, um, for the real bhakta, the real um, person who's doing the yoga of devotional service, that it's, it's exhausting but deeply fulfilling. Yes, it too. Is. It's very yes. satisfying. Yes, it is. Like just like Janmashtami, we like so much. Like you know, when the festival is over, it's like Shoo, good. Yeah. But at the same time, how much you get hmm. is like it's like you can explain. It's like in inside, you're just like happy. You know, it doesn't matter how much you like. You know, how much hours whatever you give. Yeah. So that's why we be, we able to continue. Otherwise, year after year after year. Otherwise, yes. Like, yeah. So there's some spiritual thing happening there. Satisfaction, maybe you know. Yeah. That's why we able to continue. Yeah, I think that that really is the proof. I think more than anything else is mm-hmm. uh, that there is something legitimately spiritual going, going on, on is is the commitment of the people mm. over a lifetime then, yeah. you know you know 40 50 60 yes. years well nobody's 60 yet because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's only 50 years old yeah. but um 
Yeah, the number of people who are really deeply committed to carrying this forward into the mm -hmm. future is pretty... Uh, it's inspiring, really. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, I always, I always like to look at it from the outside a little bit. I, I don't like to... Um, it's part of the whole doubt thing. Like, mm -hmm. um, I can't be fully committed seeing it from this side. Mm -hmm. From the outside, they must think, um, uh, you know, uh, they're housing a, a particularly uh, something that, that traps people or something. You know what I mean? Well, how else could you devote your life to it? You know, mm -hmm. like, what is it that, um, why would you commit your life to it? I didn't get your question, sorry. I, I sort of, I, I ended up with a different question than I started with. Uh -huh. But why would you commit your life to ISKCON? Hmm. I think, like, you know, um, I don't know. Like, you know, like, just like, you know, when I just, like, I remember when I read the book, that's like, you know, that's, the this science of spirit, science yeah. of self-realization, yeah. Yeah, and that was like, there's nothing else, but like you know, there's nothing else. It's only like you know, it's, it was just like natural to like you know, to just follow, hmm. like you know what Prabhupada said. That's it. It was like couldn't like think here and there, right or left. It was just like continue and. That's what I'm saying. Like, and still till now, I don't feel like I made like mistake, mm. or maybe after like you know, some years, say, oh yeah, maybe no, not this gone, maybe somewhere else. Right. No, well, it's not like that. It's like doesn't matter. Now, what I did, and I did something right for the rest of my life. Right. Doesn't matter. I'm live in the temple or I live outside. This is like my life now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I I, I answer your question. Well, you answered it for you. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there was just, there's just something there that you can't get anywhere else, that's, right? Yeah. So that's with me. Yeah. I'm fully, fully satisfied. Yeah. Well, I think that's a wonderful place to wrap up the interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. I hope you got something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I appreciate it. I, I really appreciate your talking to me. Um, and you've been listening to the Questions for the Sages podcast. I'm Michael Scherer. Hare Krishna. Thanks again to Jonava Devi Dasi for appearing on the podcast and for playing such an important role in the beauty of the temple. Thanks to Rico Hayes for the theme music and to Miriam Lansky for discussions about how to approach the subject matter of the podcast. Thank you also to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland for making this podcast possible. I'm Michael Scherer, and you've been listening to Questions for the Sages. Mm -hmm.